You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! So Hello, After Buzzers. Welcome to another Kevin from Work After Show. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. Tonight, we are covering Season 1, Episode 4, which is called About... What is it? It's called... I'm sorry. Work from Work. All About Work. All About Work is what it's called. (laughs) Uh, Kim is out this week, but she'll be back next week. We love you, and we miss you, Kim, but I'm covering as lead host tonight. I have two chat mistresses, also two amazing hosts. Yeah. Here to the left of me, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Let us know where we can find you on Twitter. Um, I'm chat mistress number one, and you can find me on all things social media at Katie Wilbert. And I'm chat mistress number two, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Sherry Nadal. Yes, and of course, always, please follow us and rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. We obviously love hearing your feedback mm-hmm. because we love this chat role so much. I really do. I'm kind of sad that like I'm not here, but please talk to us. So um, <laughs> it's going to be really fun. <laughs> this sounded so sad. Please talk to us. I know. Seriously, guys, please talk to us because... This episode was not my personal favorite out of the three stellar ones prior. What did you guys think of the episode? Um, I know you guys weren't, like, super hot on it. I actually really liked it. So, I mean, not to totally split a room here. It's good. You need a room split. Yeah. What I'm it- I'm going to agree with Sam. It was not my favorite the first three I really enjoyed. I was really getting into it. And I won't get into why I didn't like it yet, because mm-hmm. I guess we're going to get yeah, there. Yeah. But but it was not my favorite, and I'm really sad about it. I, you know what? Every We can't expect every single episode yeah, to sure. be perfect and to be amazing. We'll talk about kind of what we thought went wrong in this episode. But first, let's talk about when we open and Julia, the boss, uh, is giving work evaluations. Have you guys ever had any work evaluations done? I mean, I know we've said I'm really the only one that's ever worked in an office. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, I will say, like, I've gotten evaluations and stuff when I've done my classes at Groundlings. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally get midterm evaluations. Um, but it's like a, a mix of both really good things that you're doing and also like in tears where you're terrible. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever gotten like a really terrible review. I've gotten mean tweets before. Oh. Um, I got a mean tweet from someone once who, um, <laughs> because Kimberly and I live together and it was just some dig about like, are you guys lesbians? Are you scissor slapping? And, and then it also oh was God. like tagging hate to Taylor Swift and Shania Twain. Oh. I personally was like honored to be a part of a mean tweet that <laughs> included Shania Twain and, and Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Wow. Um, but I've never gotten like bad, like performance reviews in a workplace because I've never worked in a corporate situation. Just mean tweets. 
Mm-hmm. So I actually have worked corporate most of my life in the fashion world. And nice. so I have had a lot of evaluations, but it's usually when I ask for a raise. Then there's all of a sudden an evaluation, you know? Interesting. And they usually say all the positive stuff and then they give me the reason why they can't give the raise. And it's usually not really like about my performance. It's usually the company's not doing so well. Yeah. And then I'm just like, but my performance was so good. Like, you know, that's the worst. I mean, what's interesting about this evaluation performance is, um, Kevin gets, you know, the gold star, which makes me think that Julia perhaps is, you know, thinking that Kevin's her next victim. Because mm. I don't know what happened with Ricky. I think I think something happened. <laughs> and I don't know if he's her sex slave now or what, because he got the worst ever, is what she said. Yeah. And uh, Audrey got okay, you yeah. know, just all right, whatever. She was so offended by her one negative review that she wasn't a good problem solver. Yeah. And then the whole episode was her trying to problem solve. <laughs> I mean, has that happened to you before, though? Like, even if just a friend mentioned something, like, I was in Vegas with Kimberly over the weekend and saw a friend who was like, oh, my God, you've lost so much weight. Like, Mm. so much. And I was like, was I, like, so fat before? Like, in the littlest thing that was meant to be a compliment, Mm -hmm. but you can end up taking something that's so silly. And the rest of the evening, I was like... You just focus on it. But, like, really, what was that moment? Which was so dumb, and it wasn't even a moment. But you can take those like mm-hmm. tiny nuggets yeah. and turn them into mountains. So that's what she did. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And yeah. I think this episode, we kind of got to see that Audrey's character really does care about work a lot, mm-hmm. and it's very important to her. The company itself, we've been told kind of what they do. I'm still a bit unclear. <laughs> And it's like, if someone wants some big, crazy career, it's like, what kind of company is this? Like, it's a food product. I, I don't know. If someone wants to be, like, the president of the United States or a movie star or, you know, whatever. It's I don't know what this place is and what they're really doing. And obviously, the boss, Julia, has gotten into some trouble of her own. Sure. Let's talk about that because I'm also a bit confused about the trouble she has gotten into. Yeah. What did she do? Why is she about to be getting fired? Um... Well, they didn't really go into that. They Mm-mm. just she just felt threatened that she was going to lose her job even though she was the highest revenue bringing in salesperson or whatever she did. So we don't know why, but I have to say she was my favorite part of this whole episode because oh, yeah. oh, she yeah. was just such a nutcase and I love mm-hmm. it. But I don't really know why. I don't know why. I don't think they I think that's part of the reason that I'm upset with this episode because I didn't get an answer for a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. It's not clear. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not clear, like, what they're doing exactly. Yeah. Why? I mean, she has a drinking problem and no one has done anything about it. She's drinking, like, morning wine. It's okay, you know? Oh, my gosh. I thought she that was hilarious. <laughs> that is something I really loved about. And I maybe this is why I like this episode. Um is there were so many tiny details in the dialogue and things that they did, even that weren't spoken, like when she opens up her birth control packet while talking about, um, like, the male lawyer who's going to come in mm-hmm. and help her. Like, I think there are so many small moments that I was watching really close for because I'd already seen the episode. So I think this time around, I was watching it and just found so many little things that I was like, wow, like, they're really... As far as the writing goes, with, like, dialogue and stuff, I feel like they really filled it with very specific things that I totally enjoyed. 
and see for yeah. me it made me feel like they filled it that okay. it wasn't the central plot line that we all the audience members like to see which is Kevin and Audrey yeah. and so they wanted an episode where it wasn't Kevin and Audrey so they filled it with mm. other random stuff. And so you couldn't say at the end of the season, well, it was all about that guy and that girl. It, it was, you know, an ensemble cast. Yeah. You know, think about episode four. But I don't think it rolled well from the last episode, which yeah. is why I agree with you, because the last episode leaves you thinking that Audrey has the aha moment, like, oh, maybe I do like Kevin. Mm-hmm. And so I got really excited. I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to kiss? Like, what's going to happen with the relationship? Is it going to develop? Are we going to see more? Are they going to go on a date? Like, so many questions. Yeah. And then there was no development on that relationship whatsoever this episode. Like, I thought maybe just a little bit. Like, acknowledge, yeah. like, have a wink, something, a little flirting. But, like, I didn't see any real connection. It was, like, really work, work, work this episode. Yeah. I guess it made sense for me a little, though, because I think with um, a show any, like, take um, The Mindy Project, for example, like, that show was pitched as a romantic comedy for TV. Um, And so I think anytime you have a story that's two people who are will they, won't they, like, you can't Mm -hmm. like, blow your load too soon, basically. (laughs) 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 Sorry to be crass. Um, But I think writing-wise, like, if episode three, like, they can only dangle so much in front of you. Like, they have to draw it out, and I feel like they at some point have to start showing more of the cast and stuff. And Kim and I also, last week, we all were kind of in a disagreement with that last moment anyways, which I think is really interesting, which could be a difference, too, and why we like it or don't like it, And that I saw her looking at Brock and having a moment of, like, I do really care about Mm -hmm. him, and then being like, but Kevin. And so I think for me, I wasn't as much thinking that that moment was going to lead to more Kevin moments. They didn't even show you know? Brock or Al- at all in this episode either. Yeah, that's true. That's no. interesting. So there was like nothing about the love story, really. Yeah. No. For anyone, except maybe Ricky. Is it? No, and not his Ricky. sister? Yeah, the Brian. sister. Brian. Yeah. Oh, 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 Brian. That was the okay. only maybe love story, but not really. Well, yeah. let's get to that. So, Roxy, uh, <laughs> who someone has commented twice in uh, a row of each week about how she thinks that she's like a Miley Cyrus character, which I totally agree with. I think that's a very good point. Um, she doesn't have a phone charger. She keeps on calling Kevin at work constantly. You know, I need this. I need this. I don't know where this is. So she just presses redial on the house phone, which goes to his best friend, Brian. And he basically becomes her bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I always thought Brian, you know, we said this last week, he kind of likes her. He thinks she's hot, even if he doesn't know it yet. Yeah. Like, he likes her. Like, on his base male level. Yeah. Like, and she doesn't really, like, want to admit it or know it. Yeah, well, even when Kevin acknowledged him, like, you just held her yellow clutch. Like, if a guy is holding the girl's purse, you like them. And But he was so oblivious. He was like, what? He's like, what was I doing? Like, whoa. Like, so I think maybe he is recognizing he might have a crush on her. I guess. Right? I I don't maybe but also maybe he's just embarrassed because he was so True. blatantly taken yeah. advantage of and then we saw her at the end on her TV show. Yeah. yeah. Which I would love to know more about because it's probably porn or something weird like there's something just something hilarious. I mean there's no way she comes out there we don't 19 maybe and she's like I want to be an actress and then she just becomes one. I mean I think that's the joke though. Like I think it probably is a legit TV show and I think 
that's something that I enjoyed about that like her just like immediately getting apart because I think being an actress it is so frustrating you go into these rooms and you hear like you're so great that was great and you don't get the part and I think Roxy's character is being set up as someone who just everything falls into place for her even though she's not trying she's like and she's just so quirky yeah and I think it provides like fuel for Kevin and anyone else like Audrey who's working really hard and wants to level up and Roxy can just do like she finds a twenty dollar bill on the ground and then is like, oh, I can just go be an actress. Like I think <laughs> those are all intentional things to set up the kind of world Roxy lives in. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I agree. But I also feel like there's a reason that they kind of just showed her in the makeup chair. Yeah, and not really what was around her and what exactly she was doing. She was in that you know f- uniform, the, the flight. sailor. <laughs> yeah, oh, it? sailor. It like sailor. Something to me. like that. Uh, yeah, I think it, I forget what it was. It looked like a flight attendant uniform to me, but that's not what it was. Um, but you know, getting her makeup done like she would on any set, but it only showed like a very small screen of it. So I think whatever is going on outside of the screen is interesting. They might be building up to that. Maybe that's that's like a side funny plot line like you know she comes off like she's starring in some big show and then maybe it is she's a porn, a porn star movie. and she doesn't even know it or like or maybe she's like an extra you know what I mean maybe she's just an extra and like yeah. not even like an important part but she thinks it's like I'm a movie star now. I mean I don't know yeah she'd she, be anything I feel like she would probably twist it to think she's yeah. the star even if she isn't yeah yeah exactly yeah. I feel like every scene with Roxy it's either how Roxy sees it or how other people right. see her yeah and they're two very different stories yeah definitely love her character though which (laughs) though spirals in to ricky and his sister's relationship which at first you know i was like you know what i have a brother we're best friends when he comes to visit like he came to visit me a few weeks ago and i was at the pool and i was just like alec beer And (laughs) and he looked at me and he was like really and then he did it so i get that but then it got kind of weird I loved the weirdness. You really liked it. <laughs> I know, that's so funny that I like this episode so much. Um, yeah, but also, like, I think the things I laugh at are really bad things. I laugh <laughs> at anything that's, like, very inappropriate, like, very off-color. So, sibling, like, the jokes about him being like, we can have, we have a power couple name, and it's Licky, like... I find it hilarious because it's so bad that I'm like, I have to laugh at it. Yes. Um, but that's just the kind of humor that I laugh at, which is bad. <laughs> I do too, but it's like I'm not expecting it. And I this is sure. kind of like an, a family, ABC family show. I'm like, did they mean Licky? Because now I feel perverted <laughs> when I think about what I think about when he said that. Sure. There's a lot of sexual <laughs> hidden lines and things going on there like oh yeah when the lawyer came in and Julia shuts the door and she's like look at your package yeah right? and then it cuts to like her pouring what was it syrup. maple syrup mm-hmm. all over his naked body or something I was like oh my god yeah. no yes. way we need to get back to that because that is one of the reasons me and you Sherry loved this episode yes. was because was of it? Julia yeah. who, you know, gets this lawyer for whatever she has done and he is this <laughs> Indian man who has been in so much I can't even think do you, re- you recognize him? Because he I has don't. been in so like, much. Like as the atypical, you know, Indian man. Um he's very hilarious. I'm so sorry. I do not know his name. If you guys do comment, is anyone talking to us? It's about been him? just just high wheel of death for the longest time. <laughs> oh guys. So we love you, but we're not receiving any chats. <laughs> 
So yeah. don't take it personally that we're not being involved. I've just been watching it spin. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So it's not because we haven't received any. It's because it's not working. Yeah. That's good. That That's yeah. good to know. So I'm assuming there's, like, hundreds. So we're so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry we can't thank you for all the compliments you're giving us. Yeah. I really think that we all look very beautiful as well. Yeah. So... <laughs> Thank you, Ghost. I bet it's Ghost that said that because he always says kind of weird things. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Julia and the dad get, I mean, he's down. He is so down. He's lonely. Mm-hmm. Him and um, his wife, had ex-wife, had been divorced for 12 years. Yeah. Which, you know, it's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. But not in her eyes, right? Yeah. In the beginning, she was like, they've only been divorced for 12 years. Like, is he even allowed to date now? Yeah, Patty's a weirdo. She's so weird. I love it. She flips her switch in two seconds. Yeah. I like it, too. She she does, because, you know, she became friends with Roxy so Mm -hmm. fast. And what ends up happening is that she becomes friends with Julia. She wants to literally punch her in the face. (laughs) No, she wants to bash her head in. Sorry. Wasn't that what she said? Yeah, yeah ba- punch her in the face is a, ni- is a nice way to say it. Bash her head in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's very upset with Audrey, her roommate. Audrey was weird this episode. I didn't get it. Um, yeah. There's part of me that feels like, was she threatened because Kevin got a better score than her? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could be. Or she's such a perfectionist, like one negative thing on her her review by a psycho yeah yeah exactly yeah maybe that's what it was is like here's another character trait that Mm -hmm. audrey has yeah Yeah. perfectionism (laughs) and we're gonna watch a whole episode about audrey being a perfectionist Mm -hmm. well speaking of audrey who now we're calling is a huge psycho she's gonna be in the studio next week you guys Paige spara who you guys all know uh from the last couple weeks is the biggest girl crush i have right now i think she is so pretty and i've already met her once Mm -hmm. i'm i'm She's nervous so about lovely seeing her again. She's very nice. Yeah. The whole cast is very nice. Oh, yeah. Very um, nice. Kim and I went and saw, like, the screening of the last couple episodes with the cast and crew because Kim was on um, episode three. And it's like, I've, I feel like I've never been in such a big group of people who are just so grateful to be working on something that they all really enjoy and everyone was just, you could tell they all love each other and are just, like, loving what they're doing. And it was such a good feeling. And it made me love the show that much more and could even be why I have a bias for this episode. I think I was like Mm -hmm. immersed in this world of people where I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just want nothing but good for them and for the show because they're just a great, great bunch. Well, I haven't met any of them yet, so I'm looking forward to meeting Paige because she is one of my favorite characters. And like you said, she's so beautiful and sweet and it'll be awesome to ask her questions. Yeah, I'm sure. And I am excited to ask her just about her character because it's, she's so vanilla sometimes and she really yeah. wants to break out of there, but she really struggles doing so. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we basically covered everything for the episode, but I just want to quickly talk about, you know, uh, Audrey and Kevin, just in general, because we didn't get a lot of them, and they are the central part of the show. Yeah. Why do you think they weren't a big part of this episode? Well, <laughs> I don't know exactly why, but I guess my theory would be they did want to do more character development on the rest of the cast, because... Last episode, there wasn't that much of it. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe they wanted to, like you said, do a fill-in and drag out the love story a little bit longer so we keep watching to see what happens, you know? I I think they should have touched on it a little bit because that is, like, why I'm watching, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I I agree. Yeah, I think it's a similar thing. I think it was... 
in a way, like, deviating from the love stories so that they can draw it out a little bit more, focus in on different characters. I think um, they planted the seed of Brian and Roxy, which could Mm -hmm. be potentially important if they go that route. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to see Mm -hmm. more of it next week, and hopefully because Paige is coming in, it'll be a very good episode to ask questions. Yeah. And really get to know their characters better. I personally think that I would like... I liked last episode. I said that it seems the characters are intertwining. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. their storylines are. This episode, it all seems very separate Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of pieced together. But I I do understand what you're saying, Katie, because when I saw um, the pilot at that screening event with OK Magazine, and I still... I think the pilot was fantastic, but maybe I liked it so much too because I met them and they were so fantastic they're such yeah. an amazing cast and I don't I, I, I just really hope it gets uh, given a second season because I think I there's a lot so of potential too. there I think so and I I fall in love with the characters more and more and like I mentioned like the tiny details in the script is what's really drawing me in like the love story is great but I think for me too as a writer and stuff like with shows like The Office and Mindy Project and New Girl, like, you definitely have seen the will they, won't they? So, like, I guess there's a jaded part of my brain that's a little, like, I kind of think I already know how, like, mm-hmm. it'll go. And so I'm trying to, like, dive into the parts of the show that are... Because, um, yeah, as a girl, it's, like, so easy for me to just love the love story, which I do, of course. But I'm, like, mm-hmm. getting really into the tiny nuances of the show that I think make it so, really special and inappropriate and so rare for ABC Family. So what do you guys think as, like, writers, you know, or TV screenwriting that they always leave off the episode I'm noticing, but they never pick up from where they left off? And I think maybe a way to solve that, because I know a lot of other shows I watch is they do, like, a recap, like, a 30-second recap of the last episode, but they don't do that. Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe all they need, but, you know, it kind of feels, like, so jumpy a little bit. PC, yeah. I mean, with comedies, though, that's pretty, like, not super rare Mm. that they just, like, forget what just happened because with comedies, like, you want an audience member to be able to drop in more easily any episode, especially if it's 30 minutes, whereas, like, a show like House of Cards, that's an hour-long drama, like, you definitely have to watch it from the beginning, and it takes... Right. It picks up almost immediately where it left off, so I think it could even just be the genre that is comedy, and how... Yeah, we're just used to ABC Family being more, like, dramatic, so... Sure. You know... And you know what? To be fair, I don't watch a whole heap on ABC Family, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of dropping in news. So you guys have a totally (laughs) different... um, not like set of knowledge with regards to that than I do. But so. and I feel like I watch a lot more drama, so if they want that viewer, like maybe they need to do that. Hmm. You know, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, well, they definitely need at least once in the episode, will they, won't they? They just needed a, a drop. Sprinkling. Just a little, and they didn't have that. Yeah. So, really quick, let's just give a rating, um, a grade, like Kim likes to do, which I love. Um, let's start with you, Sherry. So, my evaluation. <laughs> I'm going to give it a B plus. It was not my favorite episode, but I still love it, and I love the characters, and, you know... I'm not going to say there was uh, anything specific that needed to be worked on, but I would like to see more of the love story, more of the Audrey-Kevin thing going on, and then uh, I might have to re-review and reevaluate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a B-plus for me, too. Um, 
I loved it. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. I think, um, yeah, of course, sir. I think I loved that The Office always found a tiny way to just show you a Jim and Pam moment that wasn't even mm-hmm. like heavy or weighted or like like just, their hands touched or something. Yeah, they looked at each a other. A little look or a joke mm-hmm. or anything. And I think you're right. They could probably do that in each episode and it wouldn't be so in your face. It yeah. just has to be a little sprinkling. Um, but yeah, so B plus is okay. my answer. Well, I give it a B minus. Uh, again, I really, really like this show. I think it's just going to continue to get better. You know, there has to be slopes down mm-hmm. when there's slopes up. There's always ups and downs in a you know, a series or a season. So this just wasn't my favorite, but I really did like it. And I'm very much looking forward to Paige Spar coming in next week. That's going to be great. Yeah. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for us this week. Do you guys want to tell us where we can uh, find you on the interweb? Oh, yes. I am sharing. Well, you can find me at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at sharing it You can find me on all social media items (laughs) everywhere. um, Just at Katie Wilbert. And she's on iTunes, too. This girl has some stuff <laughs> going on. iTunes. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> and, of course, you know, follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Works. And you can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. We will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 We miss you, Kim. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 